welcome to our third day of sock master class so we started our sock master class uh, with the basic we understood about what is sock what are the operation inside and sock what are the roles and responsibility associated with an sock and how if an organization want to go with an sock if they want to implement what key factor what major factor they have to take care of then in day 2 we discuss about sim okay types of sim okay about the architecture and what are the capabilities of an sim today we are going to talk about cyber threat as we are moving further as we are growing there are a lot of an cyber attacks have been happening okay now what what all the cyber threat can be for an organization after that we are going to understand about iocs indicator of compromise it's an again a very much uh, key factor if you are into an sock department okay post to that we are going to discuss about incident event and logging okay and and we are going to discuss about incident detection with an sim how with an uh, how with an sim we can detect any incident okay so this will be the agenda so let's deep dive so on your screen you can see our agenda for the day so let's get started without any further ado okay now first factor is what what are cyber threat okay now cyber threats are what it's an act okay in which your adversary will try to attain or will try to gain an unauthorized access adversary means the attacker okay so attacker will try to gain an unauthorized access to the organization network how by exploiting the communication path communication path is what it's your network so attacker will try to gain an unauthorized access of that network okay with the attack what is the major factor of an attack there will always be an intent okay without any intent attacker is not going to perform any attack so intent means what it's a motivation what is the motivation for an attacker motivation can be anything motivation can be an uh, you can say amount motivation can be uh, you can say attacker want to impact on their uh, visibility attacker want to impact on organization uh, you can say the structure it can be anything okay now with motivation there are certain capabilities as well attackers capabilities skills techniques tactics okay how he is going to perform an attack with an skill he is going to perform an attack without his skill he cannot do an attack so skill has been required tactics have been required techniques have been required we call it as a ttps okay tactic technique and procedures it's an adversary you can say with that adversary attacker can target any organization and along with that opportunity opportunity is what the vulnerability which lead or you can say the weakness existing into the organization which lead to an attack with that adversary okay so cyber threat is what cyber threat is an act that adversarial the attacker is going to perform multiple attempt why to gain an unauthorized access to the organization network how by exploiting it okay 
if we have the vulnerability if we got the weakness we have to take an advantage of that weakness as well okay so further to that what we are going to do we are going to exploit that vulnerability exploit that weakness okay so after exploiting that weakness attack will be happened okay now after every attack there will be an intent there will be an capability and there will be an opportunity as well intent is what it's a motivation motivation behind any uh, target or motivation behind any organization uh, hack okay now with motivation there are certain capabilities as well without capabilities of an hacker you cannot uh, the, he cannot perform an attack okay so technique uh, tactic techniques and uh, procedures have been required and the opportunity if there is no vulnerability how the hack can be happened so vulnerability weakness so attack with his knowledge he is going to find out the weakness okay so this is your simple definition of your cyber threat now what are the different different types of a cyber threat okay now uh, before to move into a cyber threat let's discuss more about your intent okay so as i said intent is what it's a motivation for that hacker to target any system or to target any uh, can say uh, valuable asset for that organization so he can disrupt the organization he can disrupt the business as well okay uh, he can do the manipulation of a data too he can uh, do an a financial loss okay he can take and revenge okay there can be motivation can be anything motivation can be in revenge motivation can be in ransomware motivation can be in uh, manipulation of a data okay so attack always comes with a motive motive it always come with a goal with the help of an ttps with the help of an vulnerabilities so t stands for tactics technique and procedure okay so attackers will try various technique to exploit the vulnerability to get inside that computer system to get inside that network okay so in terms of technique techniques and procedure he is going to refer the pattern the methodology okay so there will be always a pattern behind to every attack so without a pattern we cannot say that attack has been done or we cannot perform an attack as well so there is or there will be always a pattern behind to an attack okay so uh, tactic is going to define as a strategy by the attacker how he is going to perform an attack at the beginning we require a strategies okay gather more and more information about your target once you have more information then go with a technique then use your technique use your method to perform an attack okay what is uh, the what, what is my end goal to get an control to that device okay then we have is your procedure procedure is what approach to follow that threat actor or to launch an attack we require a procedure we are we going to identify the target who is our target the employee is our target now how we are going to connect with this target by sending an phishing email okay 
contact with our target and get more information from his target with the procedures there will be an entry point entry point is your network after that what we are going to collect we are going to collect an information in the form of a document okay so there, those are your ttps now opportunity opportunity is what vulnerability or the weakness vulnerability going to refer the weakness weakness inside the design weakness inside your network weakness inside your application error look for the error look for the loophole okay so vulnerability for tcp ip protocol will be your http ftp icmp packets okay snmp smtp these are what these are your inherent insecure uh, vulnerabilities vulnerability to an operating system what can be an vulnerability to an operating system if there is no patch has been released no updates have been released that can lead to an vulnerability vulnerability to your network devices if you are not using a strong password if you are installing a router at our home make sure you reset the default password if you don't reset the default password everyone anyone can get inside your network okay if there is no authentication we are using a vpn and vpn is not doing an authentication it can lead to an vulnerability firewall vulnerabilities insecure routing protocol again it can lead to a network device vulnerabilities what are vulnerabilities for different different levels so when we talk about network level so here are different different network level attacks okay that can lead to an vulnerability or that can lead to an attack so first is your reconnaissance attack it's a very common nowadays reconnaissance attack so attacker what he is going to do he is going to uh, discover his target network he will try to get more and more information about the target network okay and post to that there will be an exploitation okay and the very uh, common you can say uh, pattern will be or very common uh, techniques will be your social engineering or port scanning or your dns footprinting ping sweep okay try to get the name of the domain of your target machine try to get uh, the network blocks try to get your ip addresses of your target try to get uh, which service has been running internally tcp or udp so as of now if we are connected with an go to meeting okay so that means uh, we are running uh, we, we are connected to certain service and that service has been running into an udp it's a very fast service it's not an ptcp we are running onto an udp service so attacker will try to get this information attacker will try to get the acl mechanism as well access control mechanism what network protocol okay what uh, vpn points have been used okay what system enumeration has been used so this is your first phase reconnaissance attack get more and more information of your target once you have the target ip address once you have the target uh, you can say uh, network details after that he is going to perform a network scanning so attacker will scan the target network to extract more information to see how many live hosts are there into that network service okay if there is a live host try to see what application is been used what version of that application is been used what type of an uh, 
filter has been uh, running uh, in the firewall what operating system has been used os version icmp packets are not been blocked while doing a ping request we can see if we are getting a ping reply that means no icmp packets have been blocked if not ping if we are not getting a ping reply that means icmp has been blocked so craft your own packet now try to connect with the port try to see how many ports have been running and which port is an open port okay that we do into our step number three port scanning attacker will use his various technique to identify what is an open port in the target machine and how that can be done with the help of a tool that is known as your nmap tool he will perform an nmap scan okay over here also we can use nmap then uh, your zenmap as well nmap as well so these are the tools to do a scanning to do a port scanning as well okay then we have is your dns footprinting so dns footprinting is what dns information okay get the information of the key host in the network how that can be done with the help of a social engineering attack okay there are dns interrogation tools as well to perform dns footprinting to look for the dns records to provide an essential information about the location type of service okay what, uh, at what point the host what is the ip address of an host what is the ip address of a domain mail server what is the ip address of your uh, authority uh, mail servers all those information then we have is your network sniffing okay now all this attack have been done onto your network level network sniffing is what sniffing uh, or you can say monitoring or capturing all the data packets passing through that network okay we also call it as a dna trafficking email trafficking web trafficking okay so organization often leave their switch uh, uh, ports open anyone is uh, connected into the same physical location can plug into the network using an ethernet cable nowadays where it's it's very much easy so attacker will use various sniffing tools utilities to sniff into the network wireshark again it's a very best tool available nowadays with that tool we can see what uh, packets are been running what packets have been floating into the same network or let's suppose if i am uh, visiting any website i can see what packet is been leaving from my device to the network to the destination that can be captured with the help of this tool wireshark okay then man in the middle attack it is also been done onto your network le network level attack so okay so in this attack uh, the attacker will set up a station between the client and between the server communication okay so he will use different techniques to split that tcp connection client uh, to attacker's connection or attacker to the server connection so attacker will try to intercept between the connection in case of http the tcp connection between the client and the between the server can be a target okay so attacker will try to intercept between the connection okay now after that we have a uh, other attacks as well we can count under to your network level uh, level attack we have password attack okay so attacker will try to exploit the weakness if you are using a uh, not a well password okay or not uh, very much uh, you can say a good authentication of an password so we have dictionaries available okay so with the with the help of that dictionary i can simply perform or i can simply run that brute force attack or password attack 
for example i am using a simple password as if my name so if we run a dictionary scan it is very much easy to get this password okay now there are uh, other most common passwords as well so by default password itself a password okay or root as a password or administrator as a password okay test guest these are what these are your most common password have been used such as your personal information nowadays people are using their personal information name and the birth date name of their children and the birth date keeping them as a password it is very much easier to crack with the help of these tools password attacks okay now this attacker uh, will generally going to target the router will going to target the services that's why i said whenever you are installing a new router at your place at your home make sure you are setting up a password don't use the default password by default it is coming as an admin admin as a uh, id and a password make sure you change it okay so attacker will use his technique to brute force to do a social engineering to do a, a spoofing or a phishing attack to acquire such such part passwords okay so there are different techniques as well inside uh, your password attack as i said uh, dictionary attack brute force attack we have hybrid attack we have rainbow table attack so anything can be used okay uh, other such example uh, of the attacks into network will be your uh, dns poisoning dns cache poisoning app poisoning dscp starvation switch port uh, stealing max spoofing attack dos attack again a very good example done onto your network ddos attack malware attack okay apts advanced persistent threat attacker what he is going to do he is going to send a malware and store that malware into your system and whenever he want to connect with your device he have already uh, uh, he have a backdoor okay so whenever he want to connect he will using that uh, uh, malware and directly will going to connect with your device that is your advanced persistent threat maintaining a persistence in your device okay then we have directory transfer cfrs cross site scripting attack done onto your web application xss attack okay sql injection attack you might have heard about sql injection attack now this sql injection attack has been done where onto the database again it's a network as a network attack done onto your network level okay so attacker will try to target the database okay targeting onto the client side we have xss attack okay targeting onto the server side we have cross site request forgery attack we have application level dos attack as well okay so these are few of the attacks done onto your network level okay now next thing we have is your iocs indicator of compromise okay now iocs are what indicator of compromise are what iocs is the clues it's the artifact it's the piece of forensic data that has been found where in your network or into your operating system of the organization okay 
which indicates a potential intrusion on malicious activity is been done into your infrastructure organization infrastructure so iocs are the clue iocs are the piece of an forensic data when the forensic investigation has been done post attack what we try to gather we try to gather an root cause of that attack we try to gather an evidence okay now that evidence will go into give you the information about the attack what type of an attack has been done those are your iocs the pattern of that attack the clues of the attack iocs is going to act as a good source of information about threat that serve uh, that's a data point in a incident triage process okay as a sock analyst what we are going to do we are we will be requiring this information okay we will be performing continuous monitor to find out the iocs it will be very much effectively it will be very much efficient to detect or to respond on to that cyber threat okay now why are this iocs are very much important if we are into working into an sock why this iocs are very much important ioc is going to help a sock analyst in detecting the data breach detecting the malware intrusion attempt that has been done or that can be a threat okay it is going to assist your sock analyst to know what's happening or what happened or how the attack has been happened okay not only that it is going to help sock analyst or uh, your sock people to analyze is there any file is a malicious file or if any user has downloaded a file and that file is in malicious file so he can do an analysis because we are doing what we are doing an forensic investigation okay we are going to analyze all the things it will also going to help us to analyze whether the organization network has been compromised or not it is also going to help us to uh, find the history of a specific ip if any ip has been targeting my network let's check from where it has been targeting from what is the source of that attack okay from which location this attack has been done who is the person behind to this attack it is going to help us or it is going to improve the response time with the help of this iocs we are going to upgrade our detection rate as well okay so iocs uh, are providing uh, your data feeds to your sock analyst which will be very much helpful for an auto response mechanism okay that's why we require the iocs now again we have uh, multiple iocs available okay or we can list those the iocs iocs for application security threat iocs for network security threat iocs for malware threats Uh, now, this uh, application security threat will be your uh, related to the application. For example, uh, it is very much difficult to detect first. Okay, so what type of a web application attack has been done? Depending on to the uh, stealth of the nature, I can say depending on to the attacker, what he is trying to cover in that attack. Okay, now when you do a monitoring of an IOC to detect, and you detected a web application incident has been performed now with that web application incident how you are going to indicate that it's a web application incident because your servers are not been responsibility responsive responsive now 
okay website is unavailable application is unavailable that means something has been uh, happened into your server something has been happened onto your services you got an alert notification from the tool like from your web application firewall from your sim from your ids someone is targeting or someone is trying to connect to our web application portal outside from this network that means someone is trying to perform an attack let's check for the pattern some information has been leaked sensitive data has been leaked from your web portal okay if i'm visiting to the website www.infosectrain.com and it has been redirected to another website again website has been compromised your web page has been defected okay if your network has been performing uh, very much slow boot request or you can say boot frequency servers is uh, uh, frequently booting up again it can lead to certain attack pattern database logs are been showing multiple times okay suspicious activities are been accounted again it can lead to the application security threat okay so few of the example will be your sql injection attack okay so in sql injection as i said attacker what he is trying to do he will try to attack into your database okay now how we can identify that some uh, attack has been done or injection attack has been done by looking at to the signature okay so every attack or you can say every file comes with a signature your ids is responsible for this ips has been responsible for this they only understand the signature language okay signature to the web server signature to the database log files look for the pattern okay how this has been connected then we have uh, your command shell as well okay so uh, if any xss attack has been attempted so during that time attacker what he is going to do he is going to use html tag common xss attack html tags have been used like your scripts has been used opening of a script closing of a script in the in between what we do we give an input okay so attacker will use obstacle techniques he will try to use hex encode he will try to use a uh, uh, character encoding or white space uh, manipulation then uh, again we have dos and ddos attempts as well coming under to your application security threat now dos attack is what performing attack from a single ip and ddos attack it is what numerous ips have been used to perform a ddos attack okay so what we are going to do we are going to look for logs what how many log requests have been generated what is the time period of this log request okay with the web log uh, you can say apache log viewer we can do this we have uh, multiple tools available nowadays apache log viewer uh, you can use that to see uh, how many requests have been made from one ip how many requests have been made from uh, multiple ip source okay then we have is your network security threat now network security threat is what uh, your servers or your systems have been compromised your servers have been compromised your database has been compromised and your other uh, network devices as well so during this attack there are uh, very most common observers as well in your network security attack your system uh, will going to send an alert your firewall is going to send an alert ids honeypot dmc 
okay yeah antivirus is going to send an alert there will be multiple fail failure uh, in um, network login attempts will going to happen okay so uh, unauthorized network privilege escalation will be done okay so attacker will going to gain an access of a normal user and after that he will try to gain an access to the root user that is known as your privilege escalation okay if your system has been rebooting continuously uh multiple packets have been sent to an external network again uh, your network uh, uh, network vulnerability has been leaked your network is not available okay so these are some of the observant uh, that your uh, you can say that your network has been compromised okay now to detect what we can do we can uh, go with network monitoring or uh, network monitoring traffic or sniffing uh, into your network traffic we can do that as well we can send up a malicious sniffers to check how to monitor our network we can use uh, network misconfiguration issue as well if there is unusual behavior okay that can again give us the information we can perform packet analyzer we can perform log analysis as well we can perform host analysis as well okay why we do a pen testing okay the main reason behind and pen testing whether it's a network based whether it's an application based so why we do that we cross check the control we check for the vulnerability we check for the loophole if there is any loophole patch it so that's why we have this teams available offensive team and of defensive team offensive team is going to perform an attack internally to identify the weakness okay and defensive team what they are going to do they are doing a continuous monitoring or if there is any attack has been done so let's overcome from this attack let's get more and more information so uh, we can use multiple tools as i said to uh, do a network analysis or do or to check for the packet we go with a wireshark very good tool available with your uh, kali linux okay you can do a deep in inspection you can uh, capture all the live uh, uh, packets as well you can uh, check for the three phases okay you can run uh, uh, this scan onto your uh, windows device onto your linux device depending on what you, uh, this os you have been using you can use it as per your requirements we can capture the network data uh, it can be captured from the browser as well we have gui method as well so uh, either way you can go with any of the okay we have other tools as well we have omnipeak we have uh, PRTG uh, network monitor. We have NetFlow analyzer. So these are few tools uh, which we can, uh, which SOC team can implement internally. Okay. Then we have is your IOCs for malware threat. Now malwares are what? What are malwares? Malwares are your malicious software. Okay. Now there are different different types of an malware available as virus again it's a type of a malware the full form of a virus is vital information resource under seas it's a type of a malware then we have ransomware then we have uh, your trojan okay apts again it's in for uh, it's a type of a malware okay now this malware what they are going to do they are going to uh, disrupt your network traffic okay they are going to display some uh, or you are going to get a, a alert or a pop-up or an ad okay uh, if you are getting a blue screen 
we also call it as a bsod blue screen of that if any modification has been done if any uh, deletion of any uh, file has been done that means malware has been affected you are receiving large number of unwanted email again it's a malware affected if your bails have been deleted or files have been deleted again some malware has been affected systems has been slowed down or you are, it's taking too much long time to reboot a system you are unable to install the updates again some malware has been affected okay so with this we can detect or with this we can say if we, uh, that our device has been affected with a malware now how we can detect this thing or uh, we try to gather more information about that malware activity because there are different different types of malware i said so we can do a, a live system malware analysis technique with the help of an port monitoring with the help of your uh, can say process monitoring registry monitoring any uh, things has been changed into your registry again malware has been affected dns monitoring network traffic monitoring okay uh, we we are going to monitor the files and folders as well we are going to check for scheduled task as well if any scheduled task is not been running or additionally any any other scheduled task has been running okay that may be unformed or you can say uh, affected by a malware so that's why the scheduled task has been extra scheduled task has been running okay we are going to browse uh, we are going to uh, monitor your browsers as well browser specific malware has been affected he will try to capture your ssid he will try to capture your uh, can say cache history okay if you search over the google most vulnerable browser you will get a list of all the browsers who are most vulnerable and on to the top you will see the most common one that will be your google chrome google chrome is the most vulnerable browser you guys know okay if you are storing any password or saving any password in google chrome avoid those thing last year there are almost 3000 plus vulnerabilities have been listed 300 plus vulnerabilities have been listed in one financial year in google chrome more than 300 plus until that there are more than 3000 vulnerabilities have been listed in google chrome so make sure you don't save your personal information okay if you are browsing it it's completely fine if you are using it on a daily basis it's completely fine but don't save your information okay and try to uh, move over to a more secured one we have other browsers as well like firefox it's and it's better than uh, google chrome so try to use it okay uh, make a habit to use different browsers or try to use into an incognito window if you are uh, doing for surfing or if you want to visit any of specific website so you can use all those things now how we can do it with the help of your port monitoring okay with the help of your netstat with the help of an tcp view we can uh, check all the live analysis we can go with a live analysis of the port monitoring okay we can do a live analysis of your network monitoring as well real time files uh, system checking uh, we can use virus total it's an website if you are receiving any email and in that email there is a 
URL. So what you have to do just copy that URL and paste into the inside the virus total. It will give you the complete information about that URL whether that URL is a malicious one or not. Okay, what you have to search in Google virus space total virus total. That's a very good website. Okay, if you want to check for a file as well, you can upload the file too. If you think so that this file is a malicious one. Just upload the file. It will give you the information whether that file is a malicious one. It's a very good tool. Uh, it's a very good website. Okay, so this is how your website will look like. You can upload a file. You can upload a URL. Or you can paste the hash as well. If you have an IP address, you can paste the IP address too. Okay. So what has been required just the URL and give you the complete result of it. Okay, no security vendor has flagged this fire website as a malicious one. Arcside has just given a suspicious one given as, uh, this uh, information that it can be in suspicion other than that it's clean. Okay, so if any if there is any defect it will give you the information malicious malicious malicious. Okay, so on a daily basis or on a regular basis, you can use it internally on a personal use. We have ISC for application security threat. We have ISCs for uh, network security threat. We can look for the ISC for malware threat as well. Now, how about insider threat? Insider threat are what? Employees. Okay. So employees can be an insider threat for an organization for that how we can analyze how we can detect first of all insider threat will give certain alert if there is any insider threat, there will be certain alerts as well alerts as in data has been exfiltrated someone is trying to download more large number of data some files have been modified some miles have been missing there is a change of a network usage pattern multiple login failed attempts have been happened. Okay, any uh, unusual behavior activity has been uh, has been collected into the network. Okay, inconsistency into your uh, normal working hours. Someone is trying to log in into your off working hour. Okay, so that can lead to an insider threat. Now, how we can detect it? So we go with them again the same pattern. SOC team, what they are going to do? They are going to do a network analysis. How the network analysis has been done with the help of Wireshark? We are going to enable the filters, filters of your network traffic. How much network? Uh, uh, you can say how much? What are the usage of the uh, network? How much has been utilized? Okay, look for the pattern. Look for the connection. Everything can be collected from there and can be analyzed further. Okay, uh, look for the FTP protocol, TCP connection, any other suspicious uh, sniffing attack has been done, or any FTP connection has been done. Look for this. Look for the event viewers in your computer. If you are using a Windows computer or any other uh, operating system, we have an option of an event viewer. So in that event viewer, we can analyze the event log of the device how many number of an uh, login field attempts has been done so we look for the event id so by default with those email event id we can check we can do an analysis of the device 
okay as an SOC you must be aware of this event IDs event ID 2647 belongs to what event ID 2756 belongs to what so get more information get more understanding about the operating system okay because we will be working into different different platform if you are working into a linux platform now where those linux logs have been stored inside your where care okay inside your where your uh, your linux logs have been stored inside your in your windows device where the logs have been stored inside your event viewer we can see the application log security log setup log your system log forwarders all those information can be collected from there Okay, for that we have event IDs available. So let's cross verify with it. When we started with the discussion of cyber threat. Okay, now cyber threat, what I said, attacker, what he will do, he will try to gain an unauthorized access in the organization network. How? By exploiting it. What he will be doing, He uh, there will be an intent with an capability with his knowledge he will find out the opportunity to get inside that network okay now this intent will be what intent will be uh, you can say uh, can be anything okay now to perform an attack we have three things we have tactic techniques and procedures so what are these these are the pattern ttps refers for an pattern Okay, there is always a pattern for an attack. Now, how we can understand the attack methodology? To understand the attack methodology, we have cyber kill chain methodology. Okay, now who discovered this cyber kill chain methodology? There was a person by the name of a Lockheed Martin. Okay, now Lockheed Martin, what he did? Uh, he was uh, doing a research on an attack okay now in this research he identified some similarities similarities about the hack and similarity about the world war okay so militaries back in world war two or in world war one they are using certain patterns to perform an attack now those similar patterns are also used by the hackers as well so what he did he collected the information he analyzed some information and created a methodology that methodology we call it as a cyber kill chain methodology so militaries what they were been using they were using a methodology by the name of an f2t2 aea Okay, it's their kill chain methodology. Now, what are this FTTTEA? F stands for find, identify the target. F stands for fix the target location. Once you fix the target location track, monitor the target movement. Once you get all the information, then select the target. Select an appropriate weapon or an asset to use onto the target. Okay. Once you selected the weapon, engage, apply the weapon onto the target and evaluate the effect onto the target. This is your F2T2EA, find, fix, track, target, engage and assess. Previous to that, we were using four Fs. Okay, now what are these four Fs? 
find the enemy, fix the enemy, fight the enemy, and finish the enemy. Okay. Now from this F2T2EA, what he did, he created or he implemented or he discovered a pattern. Okay. And that pattern is known as your cyber kill chain pattern. If you see into the screen, this is your cyber kill chain pattern. First, reconnaissance weaponization, delivery, exploitation, installation, command and control, action and objective. Reconnaissance is what? Collect more and more information of your target. Once you have a complete information of your target, create a weapon that you are going to use onto your target. I am going to use a malware. What type of malware? I'm going to use a Trojan malware, which is going to create a backdoor access. Okay. A weapon has been created. Now we have to deliver this weapon. Now how we are going to deliver it through an phishing email. Okay, we are going to target an employee and to that employee we are going to send an email. Okay, if we clicked onto that email that will be an exploitation and post to that the malware will get installed in that device. Once the malware has been installed, attacker will be having a full access control to the device. That is his motto. Okay, so we go with the seven pattern reconnaissance, weaponization, delivery, exploitation, installation, command and control, and action objective. Now, this is what again a step by step approach. We cannot skip any of the step without having an information of a target. How I can Select a target how I can use the weapon into the target how I can get an access to the target because I don't have any information Without a weapon you cannot have an access to the device If the weapon has been created that weapon need to be delivered as well So what do we have we have a proper step-by-step -step approach over here and who created this step-by-step -step approach? Lockheed Martin he is the creator of your cyber kill chain methodology Okay, now what are this? These are your TTPs. Adversarial TTPs to be used. You might have heard about Mitre as well. Okay, now this Mitre attack ATTNCK. So Mitre is what? It's an organization. What they have done, they have introduced A methodology which is known as your attack methodology now this methodology is what it will give you the complete information of the attack your cyber kill chain over here it has been elaborated this attack methodology is been adopted from this cyber kill chain further to that it has been elaborated reconnaissance resource development initial access execution persistent privilege escalation defense evasion Credential lectures, discovery, lateral movement, collection, command and control, exfiltration, impact, complete pattern of the attack. And from where I can get more information of an attack, if we go over and techniques, here it is. To perform an attack, there are certain techniques to be used. Okay, not only that, what techniques are being used, we can look for. Okay, and if you go over in groups onto the left hand side, these are your most common attacks. 
and complete information of those attack now to get more information uh, about this mitre attack and uh, cyber kill chain i had already covered this in my last webinar recently so you can watch the recordings of those as well uh, there i had give demonstrated complete information how we can use this mitre how uh, what is in cyber kill chain and uh, in a sock or into our day-to-day -day life how, can, how we can use this mitre attack framework in a better way so over the youtube uh, you can easily find this in our infosec train web uh, this uh, youtube channel about an cyber kitchen and mitre framework okay so from there we can easily understand the attacks methodology okay or you can say the iocs now next very important thing is in our sock or in our, our sim is understanding about logs event and incident okay now logs are what logs are just a collection of information or data generated in the form of an audit trail okay by the various component such as your network application os services it can be anything so what we are doing we are logging the process we are keeping a record we are storing the logs okay if there's any event has been occurred into our network so we have a log for it so we can do an analysis we can do an forensic investigation it is very important source that is going to give an idea okay about the problem about the flaw and who is going to collect this information SOC l1 team is going to collect this information it is going to help us to detect the attack any fraudulent activity any inappropriate uh, use of a data okay so let's suppose someone is trying to log in it and there are multiple unsuccessful login event now for that also logs will be collected rocks will be captured two attempts have been done from this ip address from this location to this application to xyz application okay three login attempts have been done to xyz application by this time okay so what we are doing we are keeping a trail we are keeping a record we are storing in the form of a log okay then we have is your event now event is what event is been observed if there is a change into our day-to-day -day operation okay uh, your system stopped responding your network process stopped responding okay that means your security policies have been violated a event has been occurred your system is not responding that means event has been occurred your network has stopped responding that means a event has been occurred your security policies has been violated it's been failed that's why the network devices have been down okay so event has been stored as a log again successful login event successful logout event now those are what successful it's an event Come, uh, successfully logged in in the application it will be act as an event now we have is your incident incident is what incident is an event that is going to affect the security of the organization one or more event can be identified as an incident generally it's an intention or it can be an in, unintentional as well attack has been done so attack is an incident which type of an attack brute force attack has been done again it's an incident okay your web application um uh, you can say sql injection has been done 
again incident has been occurred okay so these are your major factors or difference between the log event and incident now major majority the victim holds the evidence in the form of a log file okay so there are typical uh, different different sources for a log for example uh, for windows domain uh, we can get uh, the windows domain log okay we can get uh, your client and server file logs okay we can get uh, nas access log vlan logs mainframe log database logs switches logs okay uh, if you are saying windows operating system unix or linux operating system collect the logs of those as well if you are using a vpn collect the logs of those as well if you are using ids or ips collect the logs okay if you are using a firewall collect the logs if you are using any vs scan logs if you are using any web servers collect the logs okay so these are the sources available collect the logs from all the sources from the switches from the routers from the application from the operating system okay other devices have been connected into network collect the logs and why we require the log what is the reason behind to this first thing is it is very much easy to identify security incident okay we can do a monitoring onto policy policy violation if there is any violation done into the policy it can be identified any fraudulent activity has been done it can be identified okay any long term problems have been happened can be identified okay we are going to ensure the compliance uh, from the rules from the laws from the regulation so that's why we require this logs okay not only that uh, you can say as i said uh, we are going to enable the login capabilities okay now before to enable login capabilities make sure why you require this log okay you should know what to be logged what log sources i want for example i want to store the logs of an application okay so it will be very much useful so first will be my application log second what more logs you want what more logs to be captured firewall logs mark it into the list okay so first uh, identify what need to be logged and after that where those log need to be stored what method of login you are going to use what tools has been required for the log what log format to be used that need to be ensured before enabling it okay not only that your team is should be capable enough to perform a log analysis to do a synchronization of a timestamp to correlate the data sources to identify any malicious activity if they cannot do this log analysis it will be very much challenging down the line because logs come with a different different format because in that there are multiple information have been stored multiple information as in uh, you can say user identification information date and time information type of an event coming into an event id so you should be aware of the event id what that event id belongs to if uh, some uh, user has in uh, uh, you can say a user has logged in inside the uh, inside the laptop now for that also event id will be generated so you should be aware of all the small small things okay event originated plat point description severity service name protocol what protocols has been used if it has been running onto a network 
what users have been uh, which user has been logged on with that event id i can simply identify that normal user has been logged on or admin user has been logged on in the device okay so these are the basic things you should be aware of network okay on day one someone has asked me why network is very much important because everything has been covered over there okay if you are having a good understanding of a network if you are having a good understanding of an operating system it is very much easy down the line to work in this environment okay over here it will be required protocols users severities okay so while doing analysis the skills have been required okay now uh, there are local logging uh, system as well and there are uh, central logging system as well local logging system will be your laptop that will be your uh, devices so what operating system has been used so you can do an easy login list if system has been crashed if system has been shut down or the system has been restarted okay so that means your host machine is generating certain logs so let's look for the log why the systems have been uh, crashing down if there is an fail and successful modification of the user credential that means someone else has logged in okay let's do a log analysis okay any malicious activities or a malicious application has been installed for an installation also log will be generated in that system so let's analyze let's detect that so that will be a local login then we have is a centralized login centralized login will look inside your network devices not in your base devices not onto your host machine it will look for the network devices any change or implementation done into your network settings any change done into your user access uh, network or any modification done into your network settings okay firewall policies have been changed that is that has been coming under to your centralized log now uh, make sure uh, get a basic understanding on registries as well it's again a part of your windows because with an registry we can track down the event we can track down the records so the registries are going to provide you the standard or you can say a systematic approach about that application so over there also their events logs have been stored in your local machine stks okay so you can track uh, various event activities and functions through these logs okay that is again a part of your windows log then there are typical uh, other entries to event viewer okay let me show you how your event viewer will look like so on to the left hand side can you see windows log for an application for an security startup system forward events okay so over here you can get the complete information about the application what logs has been captured along with the event id complete details of it okay how many total number of events have been occurred more than 32000 okay you can get and more information by selecting that event and get more information by looking into the properties track that event as well okay what type of an event when that event has been occurred complete information about an security about an startup so what you have to do the search for the event viewer in your base machine you will get the, all the information so we have three formats inside this application uh, we have levels as well we have keywords as well date time format you can check for 
you can check for typical uh, when the event has been occurred complete details okay. for example let's say in your search bar at the bottom search for event viewer type there event viewer and you can open this application so first event now i have the complete information event log for an application source id event id is one level is information logged in by what time date this is my timestamp date and time source universal print okay event id is one okay task category none okay so like this we can get more and more information so here we have the event ids so what i said event id denotes with the information okay just uh, again if you want to get more similar with this event id uh, what you can do you can take the help of a google as well okay just search for the event id followed by the number you will get the information that this event id belongs to what for example there is an error okay application sources net event id is 1026 level is an error okay when it has been logged followed by the date and time and complete information if you click on to the details it will give you more information of it okay so these are my logs you can search for security as well setup application forward event completely list of it category wise source wise all the things there are different different event types as i said error warning information success audit failure audit error will give you indicate a significant problem that uh, there is a data loss or function has been lost okay or service has been failed it will be giving you such information then we have a warning okay so it is not necessary significantly it will give you the possible failure problem uh, for example there is a display slow okay again it's a warning so event will be occurred for it that low disk space okay recover the application if your application can't recover again for that warning will be uh, given loss of functionality of the data then we have is your information successfully operated okay the drive the service has successfully loaded it will it is giving you an information then we have success audit okay audit service access attempt has been done successfully then we have is your failure audit now when this record has been shown when there is an audit security access has been attempt or audit security has been failed okay for example if user is trying to access network drives and he failed to log in inside that network drive so there will be an fail audit event has been generated okay so with this we can monitor all the activity analyze the windows log by looking at to the name source event id uh, the flag all those information and again if you want to flag this so you will be seeing onto the right hand side filter content log so from there you can do an filtration we have a feature available with a filter we can do an action pane as well we can apply those filters that what type of a log i want to see i want to see only the logged out log 3125 log log id is there any log id by the number of a 3125 we can do a filtration 
Okay, so with this we can analyze all those activities system log entries application log entries So by installing by removing any packages by installing any application System has been restarted or function has been failed again for that log it, it will be logged Okay, while doing an uh, forensic investigation Again, this is a part of it of an investigation. So what you are doing you are doing an investigation by doing an analysis look for the uh, policies look for the group policies for example uh, my device has been compromised okay and hacker what he has done he has attacked and installed a malware in my device after doing an attack what he has done he has uninstalled that application okay now once the hack has been done after that application has been removed while doing an investigation i can identify that what application has been installed. How that can be done by looking onto the registries. Okay, not only that, by doing a further investigation, I can easily identify because when we install an application, after that, some of the files have been stored. We call it as a prefetch file, and we can capture those files. Even after uninstalling that application, those files will not be deleted, it will be there in your prefetch folder. So from there we can easily identify that which application has been installed and after that it has been removed We can look for the cron job What cron job has been running a scheduled task has been running at the back end Okay, again from where I can get this information from in registries Okay, so make sure you are having a good understanding of and windows about and registries about the log about the event IDs Okay what audit privileges have been used success or a fail there are two privileges there are two actions always one will be a successful one will be a failure okay now what action has been denoted in your account policy in your audit policy if audit account is uh, been logged under an event either a successful either a failure now why it is a failure because login failure why there is a successful because login successful so there will be always a two action based on to the group policy or based on to the normal policy now this was for the windows now what if i'm using a linux a linux device a linux operating system now where i can get all these logs in linux the logs have been located in your var slash log directory okay and this logs will be stored in your plain ascii format in a plain text format okay system logs will be uh, will be stored into your syslog d Okay, it will be uh, again processed under to your log system. Okay, now this is specifically for your Linux. Okay, uh, Linux machines have been used. Absolutely, yes, because if, if you want to do a pen test for that Linux operating system has been required again for that also uh, for other sources also we use a Linux machine. So make sure uh, uh, we are having a good understanding into a Linux as well. So uh, where the logs have been stored under to your uh, a var log 
we have message logs as well we have http logs as well we have boot logs uh, if you are using any uh, mysql database so for mysql database there is a mysql.log okay if you are uh, going with an authentication now for that also we have an authentication log where it, those authentication logs have been stored under to the same directory where log okay in windows we call them as a folders and in linux we call them as a directories these are the difference between uh, your directory and the folders okay now whenever i am saying a directory that means it's a folder okay now in which directory it has been stored it has been stored under to your log directory okay mail your mail logs have been stored under to your where log uh, qmail directory so these are the source now how this uh, what are the format of a linux log so typically it will be in uh, coming into an c format first one will be a log second one will be a severity of a log and third will will be a log file location so something like this this will be your type of log followed by severity let's say it's an critical okay followed by the location so it's where log critical log location okay so this will be the format of your log file in linux machine okay now severity has its own uh, defined numbers as well for an emergency we have zero level of severity for alert we have an one okay these are the severity values uh, for critical it is two for error it's three for warning it's four for uh, notice i guess it's an five for information it's an six and for the debug it's an seven so these are your severity values okay again it comes with an extension as well so if it is an emergency the extension will be dot e m e r if it is an alert the extension will be or uh, the log extension will be dot a l e r t if it is an critical dot c r i t if it is an error dot e r r these are your conditions if it is an warning w a r n i n g dot warning warning condition if it is a normal so for that there will be a notice condition dot notice if it is an information dot info informational message has been getting out okay so these are what these are your severity of the log in windows in linux along with that there are certain extension now how we can open this log file uh, we have a command for it cat followed by the file name it is going to display the content what is there inside and file uh, if you want to get a trail command you go with a trail dot by the file name it will give you the it will display uh, the last 10 line okay what has been written in that uh, particular file okay uh, if you want to do an privilege escalation let's suppose it is not having a read write uh, policy for that file so you can escalate the privilege as well from a root user okay so first get an access to the root user and from there you can change the permission of that file so it is also again a very uh, easy task to change a permission we use uh, uh, can say we, we use certain attribute 
to change the per permission to do and modification of uh, the users as well we use certain attribute okay. now first i told about windows second i told about uh, linux okay now apart from windows and linux we have mac as well okay many of the users are using mac devices and many of the organization are also using a mac devices now in mac os where this event have been configured they have been configured manually inside an log activity so first we have is your user privilege escalation then we have application malfunctioning then we have troubleshooting event failed login event installation file deletion event okay all this information has been configured now what type of an logs have been stored and where this logs have been stored in your mac devices it will be stored under to your private slash where slash log directory so mac security related log information will be stored under to your secure dot log file now where this file will be found this file will be found in this location if you want to look for a firewall log slash private slash vas slash log slash app firewall dot log for uh, mac also some directories are very much similar because mac has been sitting on which platform in your linux platform it has been built onto your linux platform the base platform for a mac is on linux so it is very much to understand it is uh, remember as well private var log directory okay so this is your first part and after that uh, we have uh, multiple log file in fact so this is uh, one file which i told about about uh, your bin log about your firewall log it will be stored under to your same uh, location and there will be an under file by the name of an p firewall uh, if you want to look for error logs same location followed by errors uh, underscore log it will give you uh, error related information okay if uh, let's say if device has been connected and after that uh, it is not been functioning again error will be fetched for example i have connected the printer but it is not uh, 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 connected uh, successfully okay because we need to install the drivers there is a driver failure as well so for that uh, error uh, uh, you can say error will be displayed and that will be captured under to your log and this is been stored under to your error log okay uh, network interface uh, history your ip is logs your uh, post time whistle log timestamp complete information will be stored now uh, in that log file what you can get first of all you will get the date okay followed by the host service where it has been hosted which service has been run uh, running and after that the message okay so you will get the complete information about that unix this is the format of your unix log okay now uh, these are the few information about uh, uh mac log linux log and windows log there we have firewall logs as well okay then we have router log as well then we have a uh, web service log as well then we have centralized log as well okay so again they they will be uh, playing a crucial role 
for an SOC team because you are going to analyze all those things. You are going to collect the information, whether you are connected virtually or whether you are connected uh, remotely. Okay, uh, let's say I am been uh, working from home. Now I need to collect the information. Okay, I need to collect the logs as well. So we are using a VPN. Now go with a centralized log. Okay, analyze those log files and analyze those or uh, monitor those log files. Okay, choose with an detection, choose with an um, identification. Okay, store those log, store in one source, in, in, in a one centralized unit, in one centralized location. And after that, we can easily import the data from that log file. We can easily do an analysis of that, of those log files. Okay, so that's why we go with an centralized logging as well. Uh, this was a few information about your log event and incident. Okay, now what if an incident has been ha happened? How we are going to identify it? So again, alert will be generated. So we have a SOC team. We have a security incident team. We have a same team. So what they are going to do? They are going to detect this information. How it has been detected? Yesterday we have discussed about it. Detection reporting event management and log analysis so report what controls has been used what policies has been used under to that policies if anything has been escalated okay so we go with an event management we monitor all the activity into a live environment we go with an incident management we go with a response team and alert has been generated we started analyzing those activity okay this is your security analytics or we also call it as an uh, sim event management okay now with this sim event management we can do a detection detection of your uh, you can say uh, any event or any incident okay so with this we can easily report it we can identify uh, the incident and we can respond to that e incident or to that event Okay, so for that we already having a leave brand function. Okay, how uh, we also call it as a security analysis. That's why we required a sim solution. Okay, why we require the sim solution? Because we are going to do go with an identification. We are going to uh, check, uh, improvise our log analysis. We are want to analyze. We want to detect. Uh, this threat against to the organization and it is it will be very much easy to manage all the logs which is coming from different different sources okay not only that it is going to support your forensic investigation as well down the line that's why we require the sim okay and for that there is an architecture if you remember yesterday we discussed about architecture as well how those logs are will be collected first it will be collected then normalized correlation stored in database if it is an uh, event given notification okay along with that do an analysis forensic investigation and then go with the report not only that the logs will be stored for a longer period of time so that's why uh, uh, with this we can easily identify and detect the incident with the help of NSIM. so this was a quick overview about the cyber threat about the iocs about the incident event and logging and the detection uh, system with an sim okay 